this is Adam from Rivers of Nile, and you're listening to the Phantasm Podcast. Phantasm. Dr. Vincent West, medical doctor at the Phantasm Podcast, and it's our five-year anniversary, and I have one of my favorite guests. He's coming back on today to talk with me about their new album, The Work. We have Adam from Rivers of Nile. Sir, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I am hanging in there. Thank you so much for doing this. Of course, The Work comes out September 24th on Metal Blade Records, and I will now do my usual track-by-track with... The amazing Adam from Rivers of Nile. So here we roll. Uh, track one, uh, The Tower. Yes. Uh, this, uh, <clears throat> yeah, that uh, song was kind of developed a little bit later in the in the lifespan of, of you know, like when we were writing the record. Sure. Um, but it, uh, I, I heard like Brody just kind of he demoed it out completely on his own like there, I think it was the first song that had gotten to the point but like here, oh let me back up a little bit I guess when we when we uh, when we write you know a lot of it takes place just uh, with Brody our guitar player right. uh, writing you know he demoing out his ideas on his own he's you know he's pretty good with production nice and and, and and can really flesh out an idea yeah, but whenever we're starting a new project like usually he'll like we'll never we'll never get more than like a minute and a half worth of material at a time from him or something like he'll send he'll send me like a chunk of an idea like a minute and a half or something like that and yeah. I'll listen to it and like that that'll be like I'll be like yeah run with this idea or maybe shell that we'll like we'll talk about it a lot but then about halfway in we'll usually get to a point where he's just cranking out full songs um sans vocals of course nice <laughs> but uh so I think I think uh this song was the first one that he did like that on this record it was the first full piece and it, and it just felt it felt really uh, like lush and just kind of um, had this kind of like loungy quality to it that I, I thought was an interesting way to go for us and it, it felt like it could potentially sort of set the stage for the record right. and just give you a bigger like a taste of everything it's sort of about right. and it, it was actually the first you know, set of lyrics that I, I got, I got, uh, that I completed for the record too. It, it sort of came together all at once. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's an, it's an interesting, interesting song to think about. A lot goes into it. Like, uh, the lyrics are kind of personal and, 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 uh, also reference a lot of like, reference a lot of personal experiences with with traveling and working on music 
nice making it making our lifestyle yeah well it's a great way to kick the record off uh what about track two dreaming black clockwork yeah that's actually kind of more than any song that's been in a long time that's like my song okay okay i i'm um i uh me and me and Bert, like I brought more of like the riffs for this one to the table than I normally would. Like usually, I'm, I'm just writing vocal parts and bass lines, and you know maybe sort of directing things here and there, like helping with organization. But this song was actually like you know my, my a bigger musical contribution in a long time. So it was kind of uh, kind of an interesting time, like putting it together and writing the lyrics and figuring out what what the song was about but it, it's just this sort of like uh it, it feels like there's just sort of this this like goal that it, it's it's striving towards and it's just sort of this darkness um that uh you know that it's 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 strange for me to like to break down some of these tracks because it's uh you're good man i appreciate you no, doing it <laughs> no it's okay yeah but it's just uh it's it's just they're they're so like they're so like referential to themselves it's 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 a weird thing but let, let me let me try and I'll slow it down i guess the song is sort of about um just getting it's, it's a feeling this sort of this sort of change of a, of a dynamic and like you're just sort of grinding out this this existence and it, it's just realizing that there's sort of no real escape from just the the, the tedium of, of life and like just right. sort of sinking into that I mean it's a hell of a name for a, a track I mean that's a Amazing! It's I think it's it's got to be my favorite like title of a track you guys have ever done. I love that Dreaming Black Clock Rats oh, is cool. Really? Yeah, it's very cool. Just kind of sticks with you. Uh, before I'd listened to the record when I was going through the trials, like oh that one sounds interesting. Um, so yeah, that killer track. Uh, track three, wait. Yeah, uh, wait is is uh, uh, one. <laughs> Wait's a pretty interesting track. I think it's gonna gonna take take some people by surprise uh it it's a little more more relaxed uh, like got some beatles inspiration nice uh like there's this sort of just this feeling of like you're coming off of the anxiety of the pressure that builds from the last track and then this is sort of gives you this release of like it's you know everything's gonna everything's really fucked up Mm-hmm. But it's gonna be okay, uh, and and maybe here's a time where we can just sort of crack a smile, <laughs> right? Before things before things get serious. I gotcha, gotcha. It's, so, it's a fun song. It's the one that uh, I think maybe will uh, upset some more, you know, some people who are looking for a more death metally kind of approach on the record, but. I like it. <laughs> no, it's cool, man. Um, uh, track four, Focus. Yeah, this is, uh, I mean, this is kind of like, uh, I don't know, I guess if we ever attempted to, like, a quote-unquote, like, hit single kind of kind of vibe, but it, it so naturally 
I, I kind of related it to um, ideas of like just excess and drug use right. and so but like really relating down to the core of my issues with that particular thing and it, I was medicated when I was a kid, a kid like I was a you know I, had, I took um, for you know ADD and stuff you know as a lot of kids my age were right right and, and it sort of just sets a precedent in your life I, I don't blame anybody for it you know but um it sort of it sort of sets a precedent in your life about about drug use and and that kind of you know that kind of where that focus comes from right uh, so that's what that's what that track's about and it's a, a good time I think I think the song's a good time if you just let let it be a good time <laughs> nice nice um, and then track five clean uh, yeah clean that's the first single we put out. Um, it's kind of Brody, I guess, called the riff like he 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 like called it like a sad but true kind of riff. Okay. I mean, I, I maybe I, I don't know if I agreed with it, but that's what he said, and right. it, it's just kind of that that um it, it felt like a humming kind of pulsing sound that do 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 right. Mm-hmm. And it felt like it's just this idea of drudgery uh, comes back up, like this work to get through the day and and life. And like it takes sort of the excess of the previous track and boils it down to like, like we're not, it's not, it's not a party anymore. And every, and like now it's just, it makes you feel very weighed down. Right. I think the, when you equate these these things back into your life, and there's just a struggle with, you know, substances perhaps, or you know, your your just general baggage as a human being. Sure. You know. So and so you the older you get, the more you know, the dirtier you are, and the heavier you trudge through everything. Right. So you'll never you'll never be clean again. Oh yeah, I mean it's. <laughs> I've got to ask you before we go to the next track. This record, and I don't know that I've ever noticed this before, and and if and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and I apologize for that. This feels like a really interesting concept album to me. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's there's definitely tinges of that. I didn't want to like throw that in everybody's face. Uh, I mean it as a compliment. I'm a big Rush nerd, and you know, so like any type of like. Yeah, throwback, I mean, you know, kind of a theme, but not a theme, you know, kind of thing. I don't know. I was just curious as no, a fan. Yeah, it's, I mean, like we always, I guess we've been carrying that kind of title around for all of our records sure. so far. Sure. Um, so, I mean, this one's really not any different. I just, I felt like on the last record, we, you know, we talked about the concept so much uh-huh. that people had came away with weird. What I felt like were weird, like ideas about it, right? Uh, uh, and and maybe misinterpreted things. Oh, okay. So I, I I you know I hesitate to overspeak to this this idea, but you're not wrong. There is a concept. There is a flow. Things happen. Uh, it's just if I try to attempt to explain it, I might I might ruin it. Oh yeah. no no no! I I find it very relatable. Not to go into this, but 
to what I was telling you before we started recording. It's very relatable to me when I was listening to, not to say that that's what you are, but it's 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 uh, soothing to me to listen to this record. So, oh good, um, and we'll continue. I'm sorry about that. Uh, no, just, okay. just weird thing there. Uh, track six, another great title, by the way. Uh, the void from which no sound escapes. I, I like that you uh, that you point out these these titles that you like because those are like the ones so far that they're like the most premeditated. <laughs> they were just like titles that I had stuck in my head. I love them. That I had to like assign something to. And right. A lot of times, you know, when I write lyrics or name things, like that's that's usually how that goes. Like where owls know my name was one of those things. Great as well. <laughs> phrase that's stuck in my head and and then I had to turn it into something and sure. so the void from the void from which no sound escapes basically was that and I was like what is that and it it the, it becomes it became to me like the the audience uh, and I I, I, I I speak this way in in a risk of, of you know exposing myself as pretentious uh, I, I know that we're not like I, like Metallica or anything like that, but you can track, you know, our existence as a band from the beginning to now, and and you can see that there is a reasonable in, incline of success and people who listen to us. Right? Sure, absolutely. So, so uh, that's been an interesting thing to get used to as a person and an artist. You know, as I would imagine, it would be for anybody in my sure. position. But sure. maybe, maybe I've had two have taken too long a look at that idea and and so uh, the void from which no sound escapes is basically an address us addressing the audience in a way that it's like this is we're giving you a part of ourselves here that hurts to make and it's it's uh it's maybe going to go unappreciated by someday. Maybe not today, but someday it's just going to disappear. Right. And and that's that's just the reality of, of in in which we live, you know. And uh, we I, I have to live with influencing people through my art or not, you know. Uh, so that's that's just a, like kind of the theme that we wrestle with in this song and it's sort of I feel like the song itself just kind of goes all out and like really throws everything that we do <laughs> at the at the listener it's my favorite track on the album besides Dreaming Black Clockwork oh really okay. yeah and yeah, title wise it's you you you're a sports guy. It's a grand slam. It's home run. It's a touchdown. It's whatever. It's it's it really is, man. It really. When I'm just looking, because I'll look through tracks before I listen to the album, before I do the interview, like as early as humanly possible, before I know I'm doing the interview, and I try to listen to the album, give it a spin a couple times, and listen to it on headphones. Those two just stick out. I don't know why. And then of course the title track is what the the, the tower, so the, the theme from the work. So, yeah. but yeah. It's good stuff, man. Um, and we'll just keep moving. Uh, track seven, more with a question mark. Um, <laughs> yeah, more is is sort of the spiritual sequel to uh, "Void from Which No Sound Escapes." Nice. Like, like they, 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 the tracks bridge into each other. Like, there's the sound of the crowd, and um, 
you can hear you can hear the sound of somebody kind of losing their shit at the end of the last track right which there's a, a story behind I mean, uh, me and uh, Brody were standing at the merch table one night when we were on Summer Slaughter and we saw uh, Cattle Decapitation you know they were headlining and uh-huh. at the end of their set and we just heard the crowd you know saying one more song one more song as you know as they do uh, you know deserve encore for Cattle D and uh, Brody just looks over at me and just starts kind of like freaking out like like with the the noise of the crowd in the background he's just saying no stop stop screaming like he's gonna fall and I'm like what what are you saying like it just it was just so weird that but it just like I was just looking at taking in everything in my frame of vision at that point I was like this is what like it, it's just it's saying something like the audience wants more but it, the more that they want the more we have to deliver right sure and do you I mean like I don't think any of us really know the toll that that transaction takes right like if you're taking a piece of art seriously or many pieces of art seriously all at once or something it's influencing who you are and and, you know I have to take like the hardest of looks at my own life and psyche and things I care about in order to put it down onto something that I think is acceptable to give to you the listener right Right. exactly And, and, and it's sort of and then I have to go and repeat it night after night after night when we go on tour and and it just saturate all the bad feelings just sort of saturate everywhere right and i have to deal with the guilt of that in a lot of ways you know uh but it's also a lot of fun (laughs) so sure so that's why i think that song is one of the more fun songs on the record and that's why it ends with you know i hope it fucking kills you (laughs) as the report repeated line um it's like i hope that you get all you want from us and i hope that you get so much of it that that it fucking kills you right (laughs) and we'll just keep we'll just keep doing it you know and it's not in just it's not just an us thing it's a it's not just a rivers of Nile thing. It's 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 maybe a commentary on all all music or all metal bands, perhaps. You know, there's just always this sort of just people just clawing for for more and more of this stuff. Sure. Yeah. It's very interesting, man. Like I said, the, the record, just everything you're saying about it, it's very very interesting to me. I love it. <laughs> uh, let's see. So track eight, Tower Two. Yeah. So Tower, it's just sort of uh, meant to sort of rein us back in uh, bring it bring you back home it's a okay. little, it's a country song kind of <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it it's sort of just it's meant to be that warm sort of reflection on you know the earlier parts it's sort of meant to just center the listener a little bit back on the main theme of the whole thing sure to bring us back to where we started it's really it's it's just uh i honestly it's one of my favorite things on the record <laughs> like yeah uh, i i had 
a lot of fun playing bass on it and right. singing it and <coughs> lyrics and it's just sort of a tongue-in-cheek sort of way to reiterate what's said in the in the theme i felt like uh beyond that it's uh it's it's a nice bridge into the to the more <laughs> heavy quote-unquote parts of the record it's it's fun after a track like more it's i don't know um it it definitely is uh track to track i'm telling you man i i've, I've had to listen to this thing a couple times this record's interesting i really like it um it's a it's a fun listen and, and learning about this stuff is is great thank you so much for doing that um yeah. so track nine we'll jump in there episode yeah episode is um it's a it's another sort of it's just like a, now we've reached the end the end of the album sort of where it's just things are sort of starting to to complete and there's just this this hard facing the realities that you know even if you have these problems you have the, you have the drugs and you have the audience and you have the relationships that are failing and you have all of this pain around you right like you just the the work needs to be done the the door there's somebody knocking at the door it has you have to make the thing and that's the that's the point of episode and honestly that's kind of if i could point to one song for me that sums up what this whole album is about that that would be the one okay I think it's sort of like it, it, it kind of pulls the idea together in my head. I wanted it to be the first single personally, but uh, you know, I got outvoted there. Plus, I think it has some really good performances. Like I think I think Brody's solos at the end there are probably some of my favorite he's ever done. Uh, the sax work is great, Isaac. Yeah. And, we have, you know, we have uh, James from Blackground Initiate popping in at the end just nice. to just to, to get us get us running, you know, get us to do the work. And uh, it's it it I, I honestly I don't know what it, what effect it would have on anybody else if anybody uh, you know feel would feel that song. I don't know yet. I don't know what most people I know haven't heard the album, but uh, it's the one that kind of gets to me the most. Like I can't. I have a hard time listening to that song without, you know, tearing up a lot. It's, like I said, man, I think this record, and I'll get to that in a minute, I think it's a masterpiece. I think you guys are just, you know, every time you put something out, there's a little bit of evolution. Still sounds like Rivers of Nile, but there's an evolution of the band. And lyrically, and everything you're telling me about this song, which is why I'm going to wait to drop this the day the album drops, it's very personal. The record sounds incredibly personal to you, and I really, really... Uh, I'm digging hearing about all this and the record's fantastic man it really is oh, thank, you. Um, thank you so we'll move on and so episode it's a big standout one there for you so track 10 uh, maybe one day yeah just I mean almost just as much a uh, of, um, a, a standout for me as I think this one is is you know the most obvious full full on departure sound wise for us okay uh like it's a, it's a, you know, I think it would. It's not a metal song, you know. Just it's a, it's it fits in that category for us. So 
but it, it's also, you know, it's got a lot of lush textures and things like that. Uh, and so, oh, hold on, sorry, sorry. No, you're good. Oh, my, my bad. <clears throat> yeah, that, that's sorry, sorry. Uh, I'm just kind of running around here. Oh, you're fine, man. Yeah, it, it's it's a it's a song that uh, that we we had on deck instrumental from kind of an early stage okay. of the record, and uh, there's a lot of discussion between us and I mean Brody especially just you know what it is we we do with it are we saving this for some like other release or something like that or you know does this belong on a Rivers of Nile record with you know. And my my thought of it, that was always like, yeah, absolutely, we do this. You know, we sure. make this song. You know, we'll write a a song, and if we think it's good, why why can't it be part of what what we are? You know, right, exactly. And uh, it it took a lot of like, I took a lot of courage for me, I guess, in a lot of ways to write the song. Uh, it. it, it like death metal it generally isn't the most like open genre like you, there's a lot of obsc- even if, when there is emotion there's a lot of obscuring the directness of it right behind gruff vocals or big sounds and with something like uh, maybe one day or you know like, like even tower 2 mm-hmm. it's just like there's just no barrier uh, like between my words and and you know and the audience, so I it, it 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 can be it's it's a different experience to write this kind of thing, and so sure. it, was a, it was it was definitely it was definitely a challenge. Like I wanted to have it not feel so you know so serious, you know. Like it, there's there's some kind of just looser language. In, in like it's not every everything's not tucked in properly yeah. there's a, there's some spots on the record that are like that there's just like some collo- colloquial kind of ways that you know just me and my friends speak just sort of woven into things right um, and, and even to the point of where maybe that sounds hokey on a death metal record or something but I don't know the, the songs like like maybe one day which is you know, it is like a very personal thing and it's just this idea that like maybe <laughs> through all of through all of this stuff maybe uh, on the other end of of all of this this work uh is is a is a is a comfort is a good time something that feels old and familiar but you know also new and and there's there's love and and warmth there, right? You know, uh, that's it. by this time you're, you know, you should be picturing yourself in that that little warm little cabin on the front cover. Gotcha. I <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. It's great, man. Uh, like I said, um, and then of course the final track, uh, Terrestria Six, work. Uh, four, four, four. Oh, uh, four. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. And Dr. Yeah. West is blonde. Sorry about that. There, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, hey, it happens. It happens the best of us Roman numeralers. Yeah, I'm not a. <laughs> I'm not very good at it. Yeah, that's all right. 
Um, yeah, that's uh, it's the ending credits roll here. <laughs> is is this cap on the Terrestria series um, that we did on these past four albums? Nice. Um, so it's just an all-out balls to the wall uh, Rivers of Nile song. Like there, I don't think there's any pure example of it. In, in existence you know um so it just kind of it closes this thing up and brings us back to where we began and it really is just sort of the closest meta look i think at this at this band that we've done you know uh and it's probably i I think more people are gonna like listen to this song and, and be like yeah this is the the album that we wanted you know but it, yeah but it, it's just part of what we made you know 11 minutes and 29 seconds of you guys were kicking ass too so <laughs> i mean it's it's it, i think it's a great way to end the record um i love i really felt like you you really sat down you guys really sat down and really thought about each track it's it's really nice man it's a rare thing too because i think a lot of bands you know especially in death metal just kind of put the record together i mean this sounds like you put a, poured your heart and soul into it and then not only did you do that but you know the musicianship on this is superb and then the lyrical content, man, very personal and very awesome. Very, you know, oh, thank you. very introspective. And I, 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 man, it just makes me want to listen to it right now, like even more. I was just like, it's really cool. Very, very cool. It's good to hear. Yeah, man. It's, it's, I mean, you guys really, this is a superb uh, piece of, of music. I really like this record. Um, can you tell us, uh, before I let you go, can you tell us a little bit about the artwork on this record? Um, the artwork is handled once again by uh, Dan Seagrave. Oh, know, of course. <laughs> you know, uh, our, you know... Your guy. Favorite, yeah, everybody's favorite death metal guy, death metal art guy. Um, so the art brings us kind of back to the same shapes from our first record, The Conscious Seat of Light. Like, if you hold those two next to each other, they all... You'll notice that the landscape is, is the same essentially but just decayed through time and and uh, frozen over and just a- added into all sorts of abstract and craziness like trains and outer space and lightning bolts destroying <laughs> towers and, and nice warm cabins it's uh it's it's kind of a lot like the the record itself uh, to me like it's just this sort of really grim sort of take like it's serious but it's also crazy and just uh, this wild landscape journey that you can go on in your mind well it's again home run with Dan for you all with the, the artwork and like I said this album feels so personal and so there's so much going on to it. To me, as a listener, there's so much to get out of the record. Because I'm not a song guy. I like to listen to whole albums when I'm listening to stuff. So, you know, yeah. you guys really, really put a lot into this. And I I can't thank you enough for sharing everything about the album. Guys, the work comes out from Rivers of Nile on September 24th through Metal Blade Records. Adam, it is a pleasure. I cannot believe we got to talk again. I, I specifically wanted you, and I have Nikki to thank for that. And thank you for your time. Oh, and no uh 
Dude, it's always a pleasure. This album seriously is outstanding. I wish you all the best with it. 